But the questions I have for your album. Hey, check it out. Yeah, the Bay album on all platforms. You know what I'm saying? B A E. Hey, bro. I've been doing this shit for a long time. I want y'all to know that. Yes. They're going to have to put some respect on my fucking name one day. Where's the gun shot? So, shit. <laughs> hey, goddamn. Why isn't it playing? Hey, I'm not going to lie, though, bro. Before we start talking about my album, I want to say something that's humbling, bro. You know, I've been in school for like the last four or five, maybe six years and shit. I've been gone for a minute, bro. I didn't know how niggas felt about me back home no more. It wasn't like, I ain't really leaving. Like, I don't know if I left on bad terms or what, but like, even I hit up Yanni and shit. It was like, yeah, sis, we got licked. She like, what do you mean? No, he did not say that. 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 Nah, because look, I was like, like Yanni, mo. I'm like, damn, nigga. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. No, but like I say that to say like this area always been like kind of a lot of hate in the city, you know what I'm saying? So like I was rapping before a lot of niggas rap, niggas was in the go gos and shit back in the day. Y'all niggas probably remember like niggas yeah, was grinding. Block. Yeah, bro, writers block like we was grinding and shit. He said, "Let's get up, sis." <laughs> that is exactly what he said. Let's get up. Let's let's get up. Let's, y'all wouldn't understand what that means. I would get it. I would use contest clues. You're talking to Yanni. Like, yeah. She was like, yeah. that's some North Carolina shit. I'm like, damn, now niggas calling me country. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I did some I did some crazy things in North Carolina and then like so I came home, I'm coming home and I'm putting together that show. And I was like, damn, a lot of people probably not gonna fuck with me. But bro, I've been receiving a lot of love, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit real. So Thanks everybody. A and T North Carolina, right? Did you enjoy your time down there? Hell yeah, nigga. Everything I wanted to accomplish, I accomplished, bro. I call myself the greatest rapper of AT history. And people were actually, you ask around, and people would probably agree with that. Who are the rappers in AT history? You just have to be an AT, but we, you know. <laughs> a lot of I, shit. I, 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 I'm not niggas probably rap. That's, that's, that's a real yeah. question. I don't I know. Mean, it could I be could big just, niggas. Could, could, nah, it's not no big. It's not one of those things. But you know, like, you go to every campus and shit. It's, it's, a, a, it's an it's artist. It's nice yeah. to go on the campus. Like, when I came there, it was different. When I was at Morgan, I didn't really know where to fucking go to rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like niggas is trying to be on that. Our DMV way, niggas trying to be hard, niggas trying to be fly, niggas trying to be that. And T was like, I met this nigga named Dapper J. He from around here, he went to Flowers, Jarrell Leeper, that's his real name. But nigga put together this cypher and I killed that shit. Then niggas started like fucking with my music and I just started building from there. But yeah, I did a lot of wild shit, bro. I brought KRS one to campus and that shit was like epic. That's like, wild. I went, you like, went to New York. I saw that interview. Yeah, I, went, I did with DJ Enough, yeah. But all that shit, bro, like. Yeah, A&T. That shit definitely pop crazy. So wow. But back to the album now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so my questions are not in order, of, like listening order. That's cool. But I know, I don't remember the song, but you said Drip told you to make the album colorful. So what colors would you use to describe the album? Hey, bro, you're fucking great, bro. Someone <laughs> needs to fucking Dexter hire everyone. you, bro. Dexter Someone everyone. needs to hire you, bro. Oh, damn, bro. Because I have colors that I thought of, but I just want to hear yours first. Platinum. Okay. Pow. Because yeah, for you should have put a gunshot. <laughs> it's too late. Man. Oh, okay. Not only that. Cool. Um, purple. Purple thing symbolizes sort of royalty. Mm-hmm. And black because like I've always been a conscious artist, and um, I do it for my people first. Mm-hmm. So even though I said I don't know if any of us are black, we all embrace being black. So like this album was one of those albums that was focused on black love, like love of self, love of your significant other, love of your child, just love in general because mm-hmm. there's not enough love being reciprocated around this motherfucker. All right. The colors I thought of were um, 
since it's an album almost dedicated to Trey, I kind of saw Sepia because this will be. <laughs> <laughs> this will be him you looking back it. to the past. <laughs> so I just thought of like a vintage kind of sound because it I'll sounds modern now. Got this on YouTube. <laughs> it sounds modern now, but to him, he'll be looking back at your story. And so saw, reddish brown. No, it's like a yellowish brown. I just googled it. I know it's sepia, oh, but I want to yeah. see what it was described as. And then I, I saw like some yellows because it was really uplifting, a bright sounding album, and then like reds the love that you were talking about so those are the colors that i had um, <laughs> you ended the album with some advice for trey is that the same advice your parents gave you and if not this nigga's fucking good you stole my fucking album bro. This nigga stole my meanings and shit all right so what what i read to trey mm-hmm. was literally what my dad said to me i believe on my 21st birthday okay it was a text message that I screenshotted, and I was just going through my phone one day, and I came across it. You know, like you delete all your screenshots. Yeah. First of all, when I got in a relationship, that niggas need to do that shit. Anybody in a relationship, when you get in a relationship, delete all your old shit, man. Store it away or something. Keep that shit in the goddamn folder to say old shit or something. I don't know, but keep don't that do that. Yeah, yeah, don't don't tell me. Not, <laughs> not old shit, but I mean, they definitely gonna go through that. If you girl checking your email, she's a fucking she's vicious. But anyway, you yeah, was checking your emails. My girl no, got my, I, does, my girl got her my Instagram my on her phone. We kind of had a little argument about this morning. Oh, he's up. Gil. I just you heard me talking about you. Son? One moment, his, his your, eyes are like, Your what grandfather told me that, and I gave it to you. So one day, it's going to make sense. Because I feel like me and my dad, like growing up, I always looked up to my dad probably more than anybody. A lot of people did. My dad, pretty great guy, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I got older how much we were alike and like the experiences like certain shit like sometimes i feel like i see ghosts Mm -hmm. dad do too sometimes i feel like i can guess what's about to happen like what you call the premonition or whatever yeah my dad does too like i have a terrible temper at times you know what i'm saying but i'm a lovable guy my dad's just like that so it's like i feel like he's probably gonna be just like that too like Mm -hmm. me and my girl had this weird thing where we like this nigga's gonna be like jack jack from the incredibles (laughs) it's weird as fuck he kind of looks like him he does he does like the black version (laughs) so maybe like frozen anyway yeah good 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 pickup on that because the furious style it resonated with me because i have a similar relationship with my father we're we're kind of like opposites yeah but i still see myself turning into him as right. I grow older and all that. Facts. So are you gonna when are you gonna let Trey listen to this? Like what age? So Trey's been listening to this shit since he was in the womb. But okay. he'll probably be able to fully well, he won't be able to fully understand it till he's probably my age. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna play it for him throughout his life. Mm-hmm. Um so you're gonna listen to it. He's actually him? credited as the executive producer of oh, the really? Yeah, and the reason being is because so you pulled a DJ Khaled. I did. I shout out to Khaled. Um, me and Trey got the diss track for a side coming in about two years. <laughs> nah, so uh, I might light him up. He got bars. He so. do got bars. Yeah. Uh, so I got shooters too. Facts. Facts. Y'all niggas need guns. Say no. <laughs> nah. Um, when I started the album, Bay was all about Trey's mom. Mm-hmm. What's her name, by the way? Cheyenne. Okay. It was all about, it was a, my boys challenged me. My man, Sire, who's my business partner. Y'all will meet him one day. Um, he was like, 
you always write niggas know you got bars yeah like we want to hear some different shit bro why you just make a whole album about your, a, a girl and i'm like nigga, i don't fucking love these hoes i would disrespect them black women this is not black women damn man fuck <laughs> anyway, it's really contradicting yourself right right but this is <laughs> maybe maybe it's until a black man finds someone that he loves the way that he treats the person he loves is better than when anyway sometimes <laughs> even when they find that person sometimes it's not let me explain my shit go ahead <laughs> sorry go so ahead. i was gonna make an album pretty much about uh, I, I told him i wasn't gonna make an album at the time because i didn't have anyone that i was involved with and mm-hmm. the way that i write is conceptual as fuck and it's all firsthand or secondhand like it can't be something that i'm just making up you know what i'm saying so when i found her I couldn't just start off writing about that shit until like I really started to love her. Mm-hmm. And then it started to flow. I'm like, damn, I could write these Drake ass bars like it ain't shit. <laughs> Nigga, I might be the next LL motherfucker. And then like I wrote like three three to six songs that was like about that. And I was like, I'm gonna make like a seven track EP. I was gonna do mm-hmm. the Kanye thing. I sat down with my manager. Shout out to my man A Dub. Y'all let meet him one day too. He's local though. Meeting all bros. Yeah, meeting everybody. Um, he was like, nah. But babe, before anything else should be deeper than that. And then around that time is when I found out that my girl was pregnant. Mm-hmm. My whole life changed like instantly. It was like a lot of emotions. It started out like when she told me, I was well, she did, we found out together. We she did the whole pregnancy test right in front of my face type shit. When I found out she was like sick and I was like, Fuck yeah, it's lit, it's lit, turn up. And mm-hmm. she was just like this is fucking now, you a good dude. <laughs> she, was, she was like, this is fucking <laughs> Let me be honest with y'all. I'd be scared out of my mind. Let yeah. me be honest with y'all. I was scared, but a situation like that happened before one of my exes, and I like blanked at first because it happened like she kind of like tried to trick me, saying she's pregnant. She really wasn't, but I was fucking stressed out. And I talked to my dad. This mm-hmm. nigga, like, yo, as a man, we don't have a say so in this shit. Embrace it. To be honest, if you embrace it, She's, you're gonna figure out what she really wants to do that way. If you just say you don't want to do it, she gonna act like she want to keep it because she gonna feel like you don't love her enough to keep the baby. So I was really excited because I felt like she was somebody that I could have a kid with. Mm-hmm. But then I was also excited because I'm like, damn, I'm 23. My dad had me at 21. I can do this shit. You know what I'm saying? What I didn't think about was the job, the money, the all that shit mm-hmm. that I didn't have at the time. I was just trapping it out, selling my clothes, doing my music with no real priorities in line but school. So that shit was a little difficult at that time, but that's all how the album pretty much came about, bro. Got you. Yeah. So it sounded like some of the skits, or I don't want to call them skits because they weren't really skits, yeah. but the interludes between the songs yeah. sound like an interview. Yeah. Are you going to release a full interview or is that already out? Nah, so is it really. A private thing. It sounds like an interview, but it wasn't. What it was was Grip, and that's who I said Grip told me to make the album colorful. Grip produced mm-hmm. half of the album, over half of the album. That's my producer. I met him at AT. He's from uh, North Carolina. Nigga, dope dude. Uh, every time we get in the studio, we record our studio sessions on our voice memos. Mm-hmm. Um, so we was in the studio at my man Cyrus' crib, and he was recording the session. And we didn't plan on using that for the album, but we just wanted to keep it as organic as possible with the the way that the album was put out. And I was trying to figure out a way to tell the story of the album mm-hmm. without it being like something we've seen before or mm-hmm. heard before, I should say. Um, to me, the album is like a fucking, it's like your favorite book that mm-hmm. you, you know, it's also like your favorite fucking biopic. And it's also yeah. like a fucking interview. That's why I wasn't sure, because yeah. I didn't know if there's a it's, video documentary. We have a, we have a, we have a movie coming out. Okay. 
because it almost reminded me of the what Isaiah Rashad did with Sun's tirade. Okay. How he got kept getting the voicemails and stuck them at the end of the songs. Uh-huh. So what I like will that. say, I, I I don't listen to Isaiah Rashad, but somebody texted my phone and said I'm very similar to him. I'm, I can see it. A little you bit. can see that? It's okay. a little bit. Yeah. I gotta check him out. But Kendrick, I can't really relate to Kendrick's music as as well as I do with like somebody like a J Cole. But I respect how Kendrick puts albums together. Mm-hmm. And on like Good Kid, Mad City, I liked how his albums is like. Puts like, hey, Shireen, this and the third, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, I wanted that type of vibe. And, and how Kanye puts albums together too, where he normally has skits and back old Kanye, he mm-hmm. has skits and stuff like that. I always like that with albums. So I wanted to find a way to do that with my album without making it corny. Yeah, like, it's, it's it sounded real. real personal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted. I can appreciate that. Right. So the last question I have is what would you do with, the, or not what would you do without Cheyenne? What would your music sound like in the future without Cheyenne? What would your career path look like without so the funny her thing he has a big influence y'all heard it first here or maybe second but my next album is going to be called wife when it finally exists so mm. it was the bay album before anything else my next album is the wife album when it finally exists and the important part about that album was is it's about finding that it factor i don't know what it is i'm pretty much talking in future tense because i don't know what's coming but i feel like something big is coming so I just proposed to her, so we're going, we're getting married. Congratulations! Congrats. Appreciate it. Hopefully, everything goes well with that. But with young marriages, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just talking about like everything going on with that, all of the emotions—the good, the bad, the ugly—giving giving it to you raw and uncut. Because we've slowly becoming like one of those social media couples. Mm-hmm. We got a YouTube channel coming out, shit like that. So y'all gonna be pranking each other. I don't know what the fuck we're going to be doing, actually. <laughs> it's weird. Y'all just got to stay tuned. But it's like, we want to be able to... There's a demographic for that, like yeah, OC. YouTube channels? Yeah. For, like, couple YouTube channels? Yeah. Like, that yeah. shit is crazy. But yeah. I don't want to be... Instagram TV, so you can just do it right straight from Facts. your own platform. Now. Facts. Everything is easily accessible now. But I don't want it to make it corny. Like, I want to be real, but I also want to be real private, mm-hmm. too. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy because I'm very open to my music, and when I when I got with her, she's not as open that she she didn't understand how open I was. Like a lot of tracks mm-hmm. I talked about my relationship with her dad, she was like, "I don't like that, I don't like that." Like, don't put that right. on there. And I'm like, "Nah, I gotta go." And that's where like that's that Kanye type shit in me where I'm like, "Nah, nigga, I made this shit. This shit's art. Fuck you talking about. Mm-hmm. That gotta go." And it's like we had to talk about it, so I kind of changed up the lyrics a bit to compromise with her. But music without Cheyenne would probably be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be more aggressive because she sort of calms me down. Like she made like a post one time. It was like, he lifts me up. I keep him grounded. And that's real. Like she sort of keeps me grounded because I'm a nigga who's always on the go and shit like that. But when I'm with her, I'm, I'm not. I'm chill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I could get like hyper and excited and shit. But when I'm with her, chilling. My music prior to before anything else, people used to be like, "You why are you always screaming? I was mm-hmm. chilling. I think I was chilling on the album. You know what I'm saying? So it's different. I'm more mature with her. So gotcha. my music probably would be more immature as far as like content. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just have to find whatever. I'm inspired by life, man. So I don't think I'll ever be able to stop. So I'll figure something else. I'm not, I'm not a nigga who don't get it twisted. I love her to death, but she didn't. She didn't make me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was me before her. I'm gonna be me after her, and I'm me with her. So like, if if I lost her, I'm not gonna lose it all. I'm just gonna have to find myself again because right. I'm a different person with her in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. That is so beautiful, bro. I feel it. 
<laughs> I resonate with that man. But um Wait, what was the song uh you said you had to change the lyrics about her dad? Like what was Passion it? and Desire, which is which was ironically the single for the album, the first video we dropped. The lyric was um uh I said the way that y'all heard it is um um she nervous to uh I'm nervous to tell her father more nervous. I'm nervous to tell her father, more nervous to be a dad. It was really she nervous to tell her father, more nervous to be a dad. I'm more nervous to be a dad. Pretty much saying like when I found out, my dad was the first person I contacted. When she mm-hmm. found out, when shoot. she found out, she didn't tell her parents at all. So mm-hmm. like she actually lived with my parents for like two months of the summer. She had an internship in Charlotte where my parent where my dad moved to at Duke Energy and her dad is a pastor. So Amen. they were brought up a little different oh, than me. Yeah. My dad, a five percenter, he don't even believe in church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like completely different. The first person I called when what is a five percent? No, yeah, just hold too, on. That's too deep. Too we'll deep just talk about that one off air, and then <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for the next. Paraphrase episode. it next time. It's the nation yeah. of gods and nerfs. Nerfs. Nation of gods. Nerfs, bro. Nation of, nation of gods and earth. Like earth. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh so right. we believe that the black <laughs> man is God and the black woman is earth. Okay. So the black man has knowledge of self, and women have knowledge of self through the black man who has wisdom, who shows the way to our child, who are the stars. And like there's the no church for the that. Stars. Um, nah, no they light. have parliaments. They oh, have right. parliaments and stuff where you get together, but it's not really not not too much written down. A lot of the Do you stuff. You see Jay Electronica there. Jay Electronica is a five percenter. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is a five. What's the difference between a five percenter and a hotep? I'm not sure. What's do you know what a hotel is? No, nah, go into that. I'm not really sure okay, what a hotel is. I don't. It's, I don't have a. Different shit. Five percenters is an offspring of the Nation of Islam. Uh, Clarence Thomas, who created Five Percenters, was in the Fruit of Islam. It's a less structured form. So the Nation of Islam is very structured. You got with the bow ties. You got dress up. You can't cuss. You can't have sex. You can't do all that type of stuff. Like sell, five, sell the bean pies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Five percenters oh is like. God. Five percent, is, five percent is we got the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? We still study the dean and all that stuff, but it's like, I mean, it's, it's hip hop. It's really a lot of hip hop mm-hmm. cats and niggas that was locked up, started getting the knowledge in jail. And Clarence, yeah, Clarence realized that man. In or, he had to touch the, they call us, we call ourselves the poor righteous teachers. So, um, niggas is like on the street, bro. People who need that knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Niggas mm-hmm. who are dumb, deaf, and blind, and they were getting that knowledge through the supreme mathematics that he created. You mm-hmm. took him off his point, though. Anyway, my point of the father, the whole thing is uh, her relationship with her parents is a little different. She's a girl. I'm a, I'm a boy. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm a man. She's a woman. Um, and she was she couldn't she couldn't tell her parents right away. She had to give herself time to think about how she wanted to tell them and how they would react. And when they reacted, she had to deal with that until right. they were okay with it. And they really had, weren't okay with it until they seen him. You know what I'm saying maybe her her mother was more accepting to it because she me and her mom had a talking you know a, a man talking a, a black woman a black mother talking to the her her, her uh, daughter's man or whatever and seeing that he's like not a nigga that's gonna walk around his pants sagging cussing disrespecting women when she see I'm in college I'm about to graduate I got a future like she kind of respected that her father on the other end is like I don't do struggle. We don't do struggle. And I'm like, nigga, I've been struggling my whole fucking life and I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? The struggle is a part of the progress. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he ain't get that. But he got it for real. He was just being a, a father. A father, so he was yeah. trying to be, You know what I'm saying? He was he was trying to press me out. And I'm like, he ain't going to press me out. Like, nah, I got a father. You're not going to be my father. Oh, You're my girl no, father. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So you want me to talk about your grandfather? I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. You kind of look like that guy a little bit. But, <laughs> 
No, so yeah, it, she was a little upset about that because she just didn't. She wasn't dealing with. She wasn't done coping with that yet. Okay. So she didn't really want me to put that out. So I just changed it up a little bit to say I was nervous to tell her father, or nervous <laughs> to be a dad, because I was kind of still nervous in a sense, just because talking talking to somebody about having a child, having a child is just nervous, nerve wracking. Period. But especially when it's someone's child that you're talking to, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a big commitment. Like so, we had that man to man talk and that. Stuff has been better since then, and I've been. I'm a good dude, bro. I'm, oh, yeah. right. I'm all right. I'm a good dude. Yeah. Good dude, Y'all have any questions? Sorry. Huh? I mean, I, I yeah. liked it. I mean, like, I feel like you're like a very good lyricist. Mm-hmm. I just would like to see you experiment with your voice more. I like, can give you that. Yeah. I, I kind of got that. You Kind of got that non nah, like type sing, vibe where but like, I don't really change up. You know, my, like, I don't want to conform, though, but tell, no, no. tell me what you mean. All right. So I think that, like, Okay, like a lot of people have bars, right? But like, what sets you apart in your sound? In making a song, like that makes people that are outside of your, like you have a wide friend group, right? So what what is gonna make somebody, let's just say the people across the street are black, <laughs> what's gonna make them want to listen to your album? Like just as far as like, like you have the lyrics, like I, I liked it. Honestly, it was a lot better than I expected. Like, no shade or anything, but like, I was like, okay, this is Manny. Like, you know, I know he's he's got bars, but like, what is it really gonna sound like? So it was like very good. I had. To, I didn't expect it to be bad though. I, I expected to learn, it to be like good. You know. I had to learn how to transform from being a rapper to being an artist. So like, I've always, bro, I've been rapping longer than I've been doing anything good in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before, my dad was a rapper, so I just was in the studio with him a lot. Right. But even, like, Derek knows, like, even back in the day when I used to, like, we used to play basketball and stuff, my hobbies, I used to, like, draw graffiti and rap, like, growing up and stuff like that. So, like, I always knew how to rap. I always had bars, but I went through that phase where everything was a punchline. Then my mm-hmm. dad was like, all right, that shit cool, but that shit's whack. Like, you're not Lil Wayne, right. nigga. Like, you got to be better than that. So then I started reading a lot, and everything was, like, black power. But then I like I'm like okay that's just touching one demographic but it's touching the demographic that I want to reach but mm-hmm. the number one supporters of hip hop but you like you said statistic wise white people are gonna have be number one of everything right nah but white people fuck with that they shit. do they, fuck with that shit heavy so I had to realize I'm like okay now that I know that I'm good and I've mastered rapping I got to master being an artist right and, and being an artist is having the ability to create for yourself and have an impact on others, I think. You right. know what I'm saying? So I painted the picture how I see how I saw it, but then after I painted that picture, that's when I went in and thought about how it might impact others. And that was the you know the editing of the album pretty right. much. Right. So with my next project to answer your question, I understand what my flaw I I believe my flaws are I'm not the best person with hooks because I'm too I'm too lyrical to the fact That's what where I, would like to I think hear. I think different. Mm-hmm. I, I I think complex all the time when it's like nigga just say some simple shit and ride the beat. But I'm like fuck. I want to fill up the beat because I want you to hear what I'm saying. Right. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. That. Then a lot of people used to say my beat selection was bad. I personally think my beat selection is fine now, but I just need to utilize it more yeah, i could have more swag on the beat yeah i, I, yeah, I can see I mean, people saying i could be so in the rider room with you bro i can get them hooks out for you I, i'm i want y'all to hear some of my new stuff like and y'all could kind of tell me but who's the- who's saying your beat selection is bad though 
haters. Not not even that. Not, just, it's niggas who listen. Niggas yeah, what type of music do they listen to? You know, like, I think that matters. Everybody yeah. who tells me my beats are bad are people who don't listen to the type of. I'm like, I'm kind of. A, I say I'm a combo of backpack. And con- I say I'm a combo of backpack trap and concerts. And what I meant by that was, I'm like a fucking lyrical. Street conscious nigga, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm I'm not I'm not talking about shit that's soft. Like I'm still talking about like street shit, but I'm not a gangster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about I'm trying to reach those people who are kind of lost. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times when niggas is just lost. We just caught in environments Aww. like you want to be held, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody pick this baby up. <laughs> he just want to rap. He just want to rap. You hear us talking about the album that you're executive producing, you ain't getting no shine. I got you, son. There we go. Wow. But yeah, I, I who said I, black I, men aren't good fathers? <laughs> I definitely think he's gonna be he's gonna be an artist of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I hope it's music. I do, cause like I said, that shit. It's a way of, bro. I can't communicate without music, bro. Like we get in arguments, bro, and I make a song about it and let her hear it. <laughs> I can't talk to her about it, bro. It's weird. It's like when I'm stressed out in life, I'm not the type of nigga who going smoking weed ain't gonna help me get through my problem. Drinking ain't gonna help me get through my problem. Looking at this nigga might help me get through my problem now, but before him, it's just like music, the studio. And when I don't get in the studio for a long period of time, I get depressed. I really do. Weird that makes sense. Fuck. That's how I feel about taking pictures. Yeah, it's, it's weird, bro. It's like, and that's why when niggas ask me shit like. Uh, <laughs> Niggas be asking me shit like to do features. I really don't like doing features, bro. Because it's my art, bro. I like to tell my story. When I do a feature, I got to coincide with your story. And then a lot of dudes aren't good. And I'm not, I don't want to put a price on my art so soon. Because I feel like that no matter what price you put, you're depreciating the value of it. So I could charge niggas like whatever I want to charge them. Mm-hmm. But really, it would just be me doing that because I don't think they could pay it or afford it. So I just. Oh, I heard a lot of people do that. J. Cole does that, I think. Does what? So he charges high for a feature because remember when Two Chainz was doing a lot of features and he was doing them for the low and he had like a a whole bunch of features. It's because he's just doing them for the low so everybody can afford it. I don't want to be Fat Trail, bro. Everybody (laughs) has to have a track with Fat Trail, bro. I don't want that. I want to be exclusive. We got a track with Fat Trail. I can believe it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And damn, Trail, you could have gave me a track, shit. (laughs) That was a Florida Realty one for this recipes. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just. I, I get it. Artist. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I mean, so is there anybody you want to like? Anybody that I want to like work with as yes, a feature? There's a lot of people that I want to feature on my song. Are there local artists that you want to feature? Hell yeah. So, but you don't want to feature Chaz on them. French. I want to. I want to. I want a song with Chaz French, bro. I feel like me and Chaz would turn up, bro. But it's a lot of niggas, bro. I would, nigga. I fuck with Glizzy. I would do a track with Glizzy, even though we're completely different. I feel like it'd be a hit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, anybody, bro. Fucking. I mean, I would I would like to be in the studio with Wale. I would like to perform with Wale just because I've seen him in concert and I think he's a great performer. I've never been a, that big of a fan of his music. I've always supported it because he was from the area. He is a great supporter. But I mean, a great performer. He's a pretty yeah. damn good performer. I would like to learn from him. Like A nigga like Wale, I hope that he come across my music and be like, I want to take you on tour or some shit. And I'll just learn from him. So, but I'm not a fan of too many people as far as like following their music because I really don't listen to a lot. I listen to myself a lot and I listen mm-hmm. to old hip hop, like not even old 90s hip hop. You know what right. I'm saying? But in the city, I don't know a lot of these local dudes. I'm going to get my feet wet now. I heard niggas talking about this cute food guy. Like yeah. he hang with all my niggas and shit. 
That nigga, they say that nigga crank, but I know I'm not gonna like it because I don't listen to that. He signed the um Rock Nation. Rock Nation. Rock Nation. I also heard Hov signed a couple people out this month. It's another. Yeah. It's another Rico DC Nasty rapper. signed to Atlantic. Rico, Rico Nasty. I didn't know <laughs> nothing about her. Just seen her in uh, Cali for the first time. Yeah, she went to Flowers. Uh, but there's a lot of people in the area. But I, I'm at the level like where I feel like if you can bring your your audience and if, if we can like cross cross promote each other. I'm with it. I think you would sound good with Cicero. I know you probably never heard of him, but he's I a local rapper. Heard the name. Really? I've heard a lot of these names. I just don't know who they are. But like, mm-hmm. shit, nigga, throw me some lobs if y'all got some people that is dope, nigga. I'm like, I want to like now that I'm now that I'm back home and I'm like kind of fresh in the area again. Now is the time for features. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. When I'm nigga, I don't want to do features for other people, but I would love people to do features for me because there's a lot <laughs> of things. <laughs> but but also like I said, a lot of dudes just suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just feel like the logic makes good. sense. Yeah. Like, but I feel like a lot of people can help me in ways. A feature should help enhance the track. Like I said, I'm not good at hooks, so I probably wouldn't have another rapper on the track because I'm very good at rapping, bro. But you don't need another rapper. I'm gonna need somebody, you know, to do a feature. I might need somebody. The song might be three verses, and I don't like doing three verse tracks because it's just drawn out. I might just throw somebody who could crank it for me because I know that I, that's an audience I might need to reach. I might need to perform that. I might just need a fucking hit to get known. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think that Shy Glizzy and Golink shit was perfect. They're two completely different artists, but yeah. that shit was great. So you said promotion. three track songs, three verse songs are drawn out. Yeah, I don't like, I don't, long music is drawn out in 2018. Yeah, a lot of people right don't now. do three verse People's right. attention span, bro. Like, it's shit that I really love that I can't sit and watch anymore. I fell asleep in the Incredibles movie and I loved it, but I was knocked the fuck out. It's just like shit be long, bro. Mm-hmm. It's it's not much that I can fucking do for a long period of time. Like, even in the studio, some niggas be in the studio for twelve hours. It won't be me. <laughs> quality over quantity, bro. Like I'm not just trying to push out. I, I do a track a week and that's good with me. Some mm-hmm. niggas want to do four tracks a day. That's cool. I can do it, but I don't feel like that's the best quality, bro. You gotta take time. Like I'm one of those niggas a slow grind. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather money that's gonna last forever than just saying I got a bunch of fast money today. Like, nah, mm-hmm. nigga, I want if I could get a million dollars this month rather than motherfucking two I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't need that quick shit, nigga. I need some shit that's gonna last, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. Facts. Well, two hours. Oh, this was a good episode. That was a good episode. Yeah, we was about to get over our limit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Manny, Mr. Yuck, P-K-E. Everybody check out the Chaos album. Entertainment. Bay. Yeah. Before yeah. anything else. Anything else. So no. oh, so We're going to link it. the Polar Movement. Y'all don't know much about the Polar Movement, but y'all going to learn. That's my, that's my company. Do we have permission to use one of your songs as the outro? Y'all gonna play me say nah. Of course. <laughs> All right, SoundCloud, you heard that. I'm like, never mind. Of course, man. Like, I got two dollars. Y'all got permission to do whatever with my album, bro. Like, fuck it, let's turn up. All right, we'll have Dexter's favorite song play All since right. you had most input. Since he listened to my shit for real. No, bro. I listened to it though. Nah, he, nah, he just had the deepest questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. played my shit twice and say nah. <laughs> and we're out. Uh, it's 5 a.m. in the morning, I can't sleep I'm up early in the bed, preparing for when my child wake up early to be fed 
Money on my mind, thoughts of bread in my head I told her we good, what's understood shouldn't be said My struggle is trying to lead without knowing what's ahead Focused on my unborn, all that other stuff is dead I'm nervous to tell her dad, more nervous to be a dad Got me feeling like a heathen, knocking up the preacher's kid People quick to pull your car, but they never give you credit I swear everything I'm not, made me everything I am My baby having a baby, I'm the father, yes I am Time to trust the process, then transition to a man Getting formula money, ready to formulate some plans Need to see some M&Ms, got me feeling like a stand Trying to make ends meet, before my dreams meet the end Where there's a will, there's a way, it's time I make my way in Yes sir!